from Nation Media Group. This is Nation Reports Podcast. Um, so, uh, when did I meet Gift? I started speaking to Gift uh, sometime last year in April um, on Twitter. Um, during That's the, the female lawyer. Her and others came to me and told me a very wild story. My name is Leon Lidegu, a health and science reporter here at The Nation. Mr. Emmanuel Gift Masinde is a 27-year-old Strathmore University actuarial science dropout who has perfected the art of conning and suspecting women in the name of love. Unlike any other swindler, Mr. Masinde uses Twitter to identify his victims and he has a method to do it. The victims usually have less than a thousand followers and are iPhone users. His selections are targeted. These are women of presumed wealth status with fewer followers. They also are likely to attract less attention in the online world. In other words, women who simply want to live their lives. And if you tick the boxes, Emmanuel simply slides into the DMs for non-Twitter users. That means he starts sending private messages lest with unrivaled romance. I reviewed some of his messages like this one. I think about you a lot these days. I know how you'd look like sitting behind a CEO's desk. I know how you'd look like at the back left of a Range Rover. I know how you'll be like as a mom and a wife. I already see how you'll be like as the owner of the home. In our culture, the man builds the home, but the home belongs to the wife. First of all, he tells me, you know, he's, I mean, he's been observing me on Twitter and he's, he's been wanting uh, to probably, you know, get to know me much more and whatnot. And he even told me he was intending to actually pursue me and whatnot, yeah. So, you know, we start speaking and, and you know, and we're speaking at this time, I'm still in the UK anyway, yeah. So, um, the, the talking was actually very consistent, so, you know. But who exactly is Mr. Emmanuel Gift Masinde? To understand who Mr. Masinde is, I decided to speak to some of his family members who sought anonymity for fear of victimization. Hello, sir. Good morning. Good morning, too. How are you? Fine, thank you. Okay. Yes, would you start by telling me your name? How are, how are you related to Emmanuel Gift Masinde? According to this family member, Masinde's mother is based in Kimilili, Bungoma County, and she's a teacher by profession. Yes, uh, okay. her, her mother, yes. his mother, uh, his mother is the lady is a second wife to her elder sister's husband. So, so now uh, Masinde's father is married to two sisters. Yeah, he's married, but the other one, uh, uh, the other one pulled out. The lead was also lifted on how the young man conned his own father and elder sister, and according to this family member, this is how it all started. Emmanuel yeah. is the first boy. Okay. Uh, so this boy mm. uh, learned in Kamsinga, French school Kamsinga, mm-hmm. and later on joined the Strathmore uh, University. But then someplace, somewhere along the way, he wanted to call the father. Mm-hmm. Where they were having uh, 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 assignments abroad. Uh, uh, he, he, he 
found the father uh, something close to half and half a name. Half a million. Yes. Wow. And then? I read when the dad realized that. Yes. Uh, he watched his aunt and said he wasn't going to pay for him. Yeah. And then now he replied him back home for the mother to take care. Mm-hmm. This will explain why the alluring promises of tender romance, endless love, lifetime commitment, cute babies and a puppy named Jaden has left at least seven Kenyan women, ruining the loss of an estimated 3.5 million shillings and nursing broken hearts. Uh, that time, uh, he's been doing his own things anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from that time, it is said he has been staying with uh, this woman, Salome, mm-hmm. who used to be in love. I was curious to know who Salome is. To confirm the relationship between Mr. Masinde and Salome, I asked the family member. Yes. Who is Salome and how are they related? <laughs> okay. Salome used to be in land. Her land headquarters in Nairobi. Uh, he's sugar man. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's the place he's been staying up too late. Mm. And I understand he was chased away from Salome's place. Salome chased him away mm. on Saturday. On seeing those news and the papers and all those. The kind of, she was like, me, I've been providing you with everything. Mm. I give you my slick machines. By the way, the boy could come around with the... With the, with the land cruisers, mm-hmm. with the paddles, and you see, even with, with the question there, uh, but the mother was protected. And there was a time the mother was told, this boy is doing funny things in Nairobi, that she could tell people who are watching I later called the said Salome, who denied knowing who Masinde was. However, we are in possession of video footage showing the duo together reviewing some building plans at an undisclosed location. The designs, vile utataka tu. The design you want. Apparently, a mom was not the only thing Masinde was faking. It, it became a bit complicated. Every time I would ask for my money, something would come up. The sister was apparently suicidal. I even went all the way to giving them a contact of my psychologist because she was being frustrated so much by the situation which was facing her mother that she was becoming depressed. So I even looked for a contact. He sent us photos of her slitting her wrists and how much blood she had lost. He told me that uh, the, the, the mother, Salome, was also diabetic and they were having all of these medical conditions. Every time I would ask for some man, my money, I asked him where they live. He would say they live in Gunda. And even if you checked, um, you know, if, if you see the videos that he puts up, even on his WhatsApp status, you can almost tell that he's driving through a very posh estate here. So for me, he told me they live in Gunda. So we would meet, we'd actually meet a lot in Westlands at a Rafter Square. Most times after five, he'd always tell me, you know, let's meet, let's meet for a cup of coffee and whatnot, yeah. And, uh, and so and that's how, you know, I think the trust was even... Oh, created. yes. Uh, some One of the issues that came up is he told me he had acute myelodic leukemia, which is a cancer of the blood. 
and you know being as concerned as I was I swiftly ran to read all about it and everything he told me that he missed his entire class 6 because he had been diagnosed because he had been diagnosed in that year and he had to start treatment immediately so I noticed that uh, this uh, the time he notified me about his um, condition is immediately after I had asked for my money back because I had never gotten to see this car that was apparently imported and I was beginning to get concerned I said I would like As to he get told my money me he back has uh, two siblings um, so he's the first one in fact he told me that his elder brother died apparently he said his elder brother is called Edgar Masinde died and if you go on Google you'll actually get to see that this Edgar Masinde wasn't son to this Dr. Silas Masinde that he says is, is his father yeah so he would tell me uh, so now he's the first one and then he has a sister by the name Michelle Wanjikumaina and then he has another sister called Cynthia again if you go through Dr. Salome Munubi's uh, PhD research which is on Google you'll, you'll see the names you know her daughter is Cynthia and her daughter is also Michelle yeah um, and that's how you know the trust was created yeah and then of course again he would tell me that he has diabetes yeah and and even when we'd go for the death he'd take food that ideally a diabetic patient would take you know this is someone who takes tea without sugar uh, when you make I definitely got to a point where I stopped focusing on the relationship so much I realized that he dedicated a lot of time to me before I gave him the money and after I gave him the money uh, that kind of time just went on becoming stories oh I'm too busy oh I'm doing this oh I'm doing that I'm going to pick my mother my mother Salome is doing this she's there she's that you know so it just became contacting him because of my money I reached out to the officers investigating the matter, which was reported at the DCI office at Kenyatta International Conference Center Police Station under OB number 30-21-2-2022, who explained that their investigations are still at the preliminary stage as they have already taken sworn affidavits from the victims and are waiting for communication from the banks involved. Our family really condemned that. Uh, because we are brought up in a good way mm. and we, we don't want and or rather we couldn't encourage such like character. So, Ebu, tell me more about the father because the father called me and told me that he knows nothing about what has been happening. All he knows is what he's read in the papers. Do you believe that to be true? Uh, no, I think you could just go find out. Yeah, because you see, this boy... Uh, it's only during the corona uh, times that he used to stay with the father and then he took off mm. from the father's house. Mm. For all this time, he couldn't work out to know where the boy is. Like even of late, as, as he moved out now to stay with that, that woman Salome, why is it that the father never questioned? If this is your son and you know he dropped out of school, there are no chances of maybe uh, uh, that, that, that whatever professional employment. Uh, how can you just leave your son in Nairobi, stay anywhere, without you finding out where he stays? So I think 
you see, like under normal circumstances, in fact, as of our family, uh, we were just quiet to see how they could react. And it's under normal circumstances, when your son has been empty somewhere, uh, or if, if there are any allegations, you see, uh, as the parents, you'll go on air questioning. Uh, well, maybe our boy has been upright. Well, I mean, how is this coming up? But you see, ever since they've just kept quiet, some somewhere there is that element of guilt caution. Maybe the, the, behind it, at the back of their mind, they know the boy has been doing this and that. Do you regret responding to his DM? Oh yes, I do, 100%. But at the same time, I feel like it happened to me for a reason. Primarily being, I would not be quiet over such an issue. I cannot allow someone to continue to take advantage of people while I am quiet because of their manipulation and quiet because I am embarrassed that I gave this man this amount of money. We can say he's actually very good at what he does because he has a way of not playing really with your mind but mostly with your emotions such that you feel very sorry for him and it you cannot possibly leave him in that state knowing that you can help you will definitely do anything and everything i personally took a credit facility to assist this man yes i took a loan it was a one million facility one million kenya shillings that i processed for this purpose. So I am actively servicing a loan for money that I was swindled. This episode was written by Leon Lee Digu with help from Kevin Miner. It was produced by James Mott, edited and engineered by Kevin Miner. Our podcast editor is James Mott. Special thanks to our Daily Nation managing editor, Bernard Moonsey.